So we're waking up here. I say that and then here I'm having a conversation with them. <laughs> Wake up, we're in a new uh, place. We're right next to the beach. We got the jungle behind us. We can hear the uh, the ocean in the background. Today's our day off. And uh, I took yesterday off also. And I, I feel this, you know, this something rumbling inside me, you know, like I want to get back to the, the battle, you know, and I turned on uh, this morning, a replay of Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. And it was this, do you know who those guys are? Yes. Okay. And, uh, um, <clears throat> what's the eight? No showtime. They put together the video after like, like it was the epilogue and it shows the replay of the lead up to the, and everything's kind of in a heroic context, you know, with that voice and they've come to Las Vegas, the center of whatever to settle once and for all, <laughs> you know, it's that, but, and it just, you know, and I noticed the effect it has on me watching this, the, the lead up to this and like, Conor McGregor's got to always imagine like all of Ireland has come to, to 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 Vegas to see him. It feels that way, and then fucking everyone's staying up late in Ireland. They're all fucking inside of their sets. You know, this is for Ireland. Like, if if he goes, you know, if he gets defeated easily, he's gonna it's gonna make all of Ireland look bad. And he's got his family on the front row, and, and Floyd Mayweather's got his kids and on the front row. You know, and like, come on, Dad, <laughs> you know, and. It's uh, just the way they put it together was so epic. But yeah, I'm, I'm uh, got tears coming to my eyes now because I'm like, that's what I want, you know. And I just I think that really every man wants that wants a a battle to fight, mm. an epic battle to fight, not just an adventure. Yes, a beauty to rescue. Yes, but you know to to know themselves as when the time came. They stepped onto the fucking battlefield, risked it all, and fucking fought their ass off. And it's it's not even that much about winning or losing. If you fucking know that you showed up and you gave it all. And uh, this, and I came out this, you know, I was laying in the hammock in the sun and had the headphones on. I was watching the the rest of the the uh, the show. And yeah, I was, I was thinking about, you know, sometimes when we get to talking and we're setting up like what we're about to do this year and our next projects and our, our, our business projects kind of got a wrench got thrown in the program with the Corona because a lot of what we were going to do was invite men to epic adventure overseas involve travel, you know, and so it makes it more complicated now, but, um, but now as we think of the next things to do, I notice, like, I notice sometimes, like, like when we're in it, man, I'm so fired up and I see the vision, I, let's fucking go, you know, and then sometimes, like, maybe I've slept since I was seeing the vision and I'll wake up the next day and I'll, and I, and it won't be like really clear. And I can look at it from an external perspective, like a, a judging perspective, the perspective of people who could say, oh, well, who is this guy? And like, what is, you know, what is this program they're putting on and whatever. What does it matter? Yeah. And I'm thinking about not the one that we're doing with men around uh, lead your woman and, and, and stand for like no limits, no compromise, full on adventure and honor in, in the land of women and all this just, uh, yeah, I'm totally inspired by it. I'm thinking about, you know, like this other project of calling men to the battlefield for this moment in time in the face of the fear, in the face of everything that guys are feeling about the future, the economy, the, you know, are they going to be able to provide for their people? Um, and no one knows what's really happening and no one knows what's really going to happen. And the, anyway, the program is total invitation into the, the warrior context. But a couple of times over the last few days, I've, I've only, without really getting into it and remembering 
it's all you know it's all about remembering but you can just look at it from this external context of imagine how other people might look at it critically and uh and it takes all the power away from me in those moments and i'm not feeling it you know and and i just think about guys most of the time waking up you know every day we wake up we're in some kind of story you know what's the story you're waking up in today and it can be in the eyes of your romantic partner it can be in the eyes of people who especially like maybe you've had some big failures over the last few years or even a decade or so um like i imagine you know john mcmahon you know, when, when, when we decided to go to war, you know, it's really how it felt, you know, because for both of us, we're coming back and in a lot of people's eyes, like we had failed, like, and we'd gone, we'd left, we'd kind of left the, we were living completely different lives. And then he'd had a really big business failure around the dot-com era. That's 20 years ago at the time. It was 16 years ago, maybe before we started that business. And, uh, you know, you can imagine the, the, the judgments that you start having by yourself and the judgments that you imagine everyone else who knows you, what they're, how they judge you. And this is the real battle. Wait, you know, do you dare put yourself on the line again? And then what if you fail again? You know, it's a confirmation of all that shit that you, you're afraid is right about you what other people, you know, how other people judge you. And, uh, you know, same thing for me a decade ago, I left my work behind my life's work. My, I mean, I had a lot of people that really looked up to me that really supported me and they saw a vision, a future and wow, like we're really on this kind of heroic mission for humanity. And then I just kind of walk away, you know? And, uh, and over the years I've had times and I've really had to deal with feeling like a total failure and, humiliation and uh you know times when I've had no money and you know I mean some total humiliation at times and then for both of us to say you know what we're coming back and, and not we're just coming back we're coming back big and we're going to tell the world this is what we're doing and we're we're signing our asses in an agreement with my brother going deep into debt we're going to leverage, he's going to use all the money he's got on credit. I'm going to use everything I've got, cash and credit. And we're going all in, you know? And, uh, yeah, like, tears are almost coming to my eyes right now. Just, it's, it's, but that's what I, that's what I crave, is that kind of, like, feeling like we're going to war. All right, and I got a brother, and, you know, and I got my other brother. He's got our back, too, and it's like, fucking let's go, you know? And, uh, that's the kind, that's what I want to create next, you know, in addition to what you and I are doing, which is similar in a lot of ways, but, um, but the battle for me is it's all about the context. It's all about the story that you wake up in, you know, and, uh, yeah. And it's so easy to say, well, it, it doesn't matter what other people think or just be yourself and don't care what other people think. Just, all that stuff is just stupid. Yeah. Okay. And then <laughs> you're in it, you know, you're, you, you're, you're swimming in whatever water you're swimming in. And I know John, man, the guy would wake up to just a, a intense self judgment, you know, almost every morning. And, um, and, and holding himself to a really high standard of feeling like he's he's not measuring up. And he's on the line much more than me because it's his face. He's going out filming himself. He's morbidly obese. He's diabetic. And he's going to put out something helping people turn around their, their situation. And he hasn't done it. I mean, if he doesn't make it, that's like, it's not just financial humiliation and failing at a big business endeavor. It's... uh you know, and people can laugh at him, you know, when, when he comes on the camera and he's, he's obese and he's, you know, I can't even imagine what, what, uh, 
what he faced in doing that. And uh, there was times, I mean, there, we came right up to the, we came right up to, uh, it's go live, right? We're going to do, we're going to do nine episodes live. Like everyone's going to watch, <laughs> they, like, I'm going to see him for the first time. They don't even exist. John has not finished the nine episodes. And we've got uh, 100,000 people who've opted in to watch our series. You know, our families, our, our big affiliates who've promoted us, like people who've invested money. Like, like it's like, it's go, it's, it's, it's like, it's the boxing ring and all the fans and the worldwide audience. And like, John doesn't have the videos ready. And uh, and he and I are up against it, you know. Maybe and you should say shortly what you were building. So, Yeah, well, it was a, it, thank you, it was a, a nine-part uh, documentary series on uh, reversing diabetes and obesity. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, a big, a big project. But the way we do the project is there's a date when it goes live and the, the whole project is going to fail massively if we don't go live. So, you know, everything's on the line and uh, it's coming down like the final couple weeks before the first episode. And it's like 24 hours later, the next episode, 24 hours, the next episode. And they're like hour long episodes and none of it's done. And the first episode is not done. And, and, and John's like, he doesn't want any help. You know, he, he's like, a, he, he's got a lot of pride and he's, like, I don't want any help. And, uh, and in a way that was really great because he totally slaughtered everything that he had to do before that. But then when it came time to the, this first episode, you know, he's, he's stuck and, uh, he won't let me help him. <laughs> and I'm on, on the one hand, I'm like, okay, I'm believing in him. I want to give him a space. I want to trust that he can do it. I, I'm believing he can do it. On the other hand, I'm like, fuck, I don't know if he can do it. <laughs> you know, and I should help him. I should get, you know, and, and, uh, so, but, um, I mean, there, and then it's coming up to like maybe 48 hours and we still don't have episode one. It's, it's nowhere near done. And then finally, John gets the idea. He's like, you know what? I'm going to put all the gear in my car. I'm going to drive north for like five hours. I'm going to go to the place where there's a guy who can help me edit, you know, um, edit the videos. We came up with a plan and he took off. And I just, I'm just like praying, you know, just coming, counting the hours down and he doesn't have it, doesn't have it. And, uh, you know, finally, episode one goes live. And it's fucking good. It's fucking good, you know. And I, you know, and it's like a victory, our first victory. But there's eight more episodes that need to go live, and I know none of them are done. And we've spent like weeks getting episode one done. So how the fuck are all the other episodes gonna get done? And uh, I'm doing everything on my side, hand on my side of the business, and I, and and on their side, they don't, want, you know. They don't want me to talk to them, and uh, they just—they've got enough stress already. They're like, "Back off! We're already—we know, we know, you know, we know. Believe us, we're feeling it." And uh, and the next day comes, and it's 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 you know, and I'm sending out the emails telling everyone about how awesome the next episode is going to be, and, and we're going live, and like it's, and I, my role is to make everyone believe we're going to do it, and I don't know if we're going to do it, you know, because it's half of it is out of my hands. And, uh, all the traffic goes there and I, and I'm watching the, the page and nothing. And a minute takes, we're a minute late, two minutes and it's not going on. What's going on? I'm trying to call John five minutes, 10 minutes. We're two hours late before the episode goes live. And me at like, second one. Yes. And I'm calling these guys and, 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 you know, John has a small team of guys and one of them is this, you know, high-level Hollywood producer who is a good friend of his, who um, is is a real, like, take-no-shit, kick-you-in-the-balls, get-it-done kind of a guy. And, you know, <laughs> me and him are on the phone, and I'm like, and he's like, 
He's like, don't talk to us. We know. And I was like, I know you know. But we fucking need it. You know, and we're just, it was, uh, oh my God. And uh, I'm trying to think. I think that, uh, I can't remember everything that happened, but it wasn't just that John was late on that episode or a future episode. Like, the whole fucking platform went down. People couldn't buy. <laughs> like, there were massive, you know, challenges that happened during it. And, uh, you know, several launches later, and John and I are, we've parted ways, but because he eventually, he can't handle it. You know, he's like, I don't want the stress of a launch. I love it. You know, it's like, it's like everything is on the line and it's war, you know, and you have to fucking show up and find solutions. But I just, I wanted to go live with this now. And, you know, I've been doing all the talking here, but I think that whether most guys know it or not, you know, like a lot of guys are living in a world where it's like, why am I here? What's the purpose? But what is great about it is like like what you say about what like what I'm discovering with um say morning rituals or other rituals that we're doing in terms of like getting the mornings back, working, I'm now thinking nourishment, fitness, all of that. Like I don't trust I'm forty five years old, I don't trust myself to get it done in the sense of like relying on my discipline or you know. But what I see is when you could choose a system that does the work for you and then constantly upgrade it, that's the great way to go forward. You do let the system do it for you. Yes. And in a way, this is the same with tension. We know it's good for us, but we will not put ourselves voluntarily in it in a way. Like because we're we're like any other thing, like Newton says, an item that's in rest wants to stay in rest. So we want to we or me or I, what is it? I don't know. Wants to keep us there. So you got to choose in a way you got to choose to put yourself in tension or that there will be a moment where you can no longer choose anything that you will just have to go through it. Yeah. That's what deadline does. That's what, yeah. you know, your story is very similar to what I heard Larry David talk about the creation of Seinfeld. Yeah. And they made this pilot you know, and they're like labored over it and they thought nothing was going to come out, come of it. And they liked it, you know, and he talks like this. They fucking liked it. Now we had to make four more episodes Four. You know? <laughs> yeah. he says, I can't do it. Yeah. You know, Larry David, yeah. I can't, we can't do it. It's impossible. It's fuck, you know, and lo and behold, they made four episodes and then it just exploded. He says, it exploded. We had to make 10 more fucking episodes. <laughs> yeah. And he, he's, he's almost hating it, you know. Because he 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 made a choice to like somehow put himself where he cannot escape tension yeah, anymore, yeah. and he has to go through it. Yeah, and I think it's the yeah, only it's way. Like, in it. It's like uh, it's the war. They talk what well, they talk about like burning your ships. You know, when yes. you arrive on the new shore to on the enemy shore to go to battle, and then they they burn their ships. There's no turning back. Yes. We're gonna win or we're gonna die. So like they're all in, and it was that experience uh, with me and John. And that's how I did my, my boot camps back in the day. I, everything would be about the success of the next boot camp, And I would tell everybody and I would tell everyone how incredible it's going to be and the mm. most powerful experience of their life. And like all this, like the highest expectations. And, and if we fail, like maybe the business fails, I fall flat on my face. Everyone's completely disappointed, like such a high level of, of penalty, mm. but yet such a high level of victory, you know? And I noticed that, that like I excelled in that domain, you know, at, at least in this Space. work, you know, and so I kept doing it because I loved it. But I think it's also why I love the U watching the UFC because, man, they closed the octagon door right. and you cannot get out unless you totally going to humiliate yourself forever in front of everyone. Mm. You you know, and you might die in there, but like, and everyone's watching, and it's like show up or die be totally humiliated and um but what was cool about john and i is we're in this business 50 50 um we're both up against the wall and you know we want to believe 
that we're powerful entrepreneurs, but that we just had some failures in the past or we, whatever, you know, like we're hanging on to this belief that, yeah, we are powerful entrepreneurs, but we're imagining how, you know, everyone else who may not be seeing that, right? And, and there's people in your life after you fail that they'll kind of, you know, laugh at you or discount you. You can tell they don't believe that you're that level of entrepreneur. And so if you fail, if you say, if you go big again and you fail, it's going to confirm all that shit. And then you're going to be living in this world where you are, you are no good. Yeah. If you're, a, <laughs> if you're a man of your word, you know, announcing something can be very, for me also very motivating. Like I speak now to, to my close people, you know, my, my plans and, uh, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and I can see them like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But now because I said it for nothing else, now I'm on the line, you know? Yeah. And uh, and I can see you. And it's partly, you really, you really, it really depends on me showing up too, yeah. doing my part. You know, it's not just you. So I've got, if what happens if Michael doesn't show up? What right. happens if it doesn't work? What happens if he's not as good Man, at whatever as he I, says he is? I noticed <laughs> I've been using that. Like, I've been using that to get you even more like in. Because I know you're also, you know, you're like, fuck. You, but, but in a way, like, you don't want to be, you don't want to choose that. You don't want to, you don't want to start a war, you know, but you want to be invited to the war in a way. Because war is like bad and you don't like it and people die and whatever, you know. But you, but once it's there, now let's go, you know. I want to be like, I want to be in the war, but. With a brother who's yes. all in, right? You know? And and my experience with John was amazing. It was the first time I'd ever done a business that was fifty fifty like that. And and we're we're both we've risked everything. We've put we've put six months of our lives entirely on the line. We've put all of our money, all of our credit into it, all of our our, our the, the 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 credit, the the social credit, the whatever, getting people to trust us, believe mm -hmm. in us, you know, like everything's on the line. And, uh, oh man, I just had a great insight. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> and have, you know, being there together and, and there's, it's an ally, it's an ally situation. Mm. It's like, there's no backing out. And in this other situation, you know, it's like, and I also know in choosing John that I'm choosing someone who's kind of, you know, he's taken himself out of, out of life, off the battlefield for a long time. And and I know that this is my work is being an ally in this transformational leadership work and stuff like that. I know I have the skills and I and I and I know he doesn't, you know, and I know that, you know, what he's fa he's facing so much more than me. And, you know, maybe he'll choose to take himself out in one way or another, just completely give up. And but. I also knew that going in and I was like, okay, this is going to be a test of my whatever. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to show up in life and for someone else mm -hmm. the way I pretty much haven't in the last yes. seven years. What we want in a way is the liberty, the liberty of not having to choose to go in a battle. Like, like, we we want to be put into it so we can see what we're really made of because willingly choosing for it seems impossible you don't want to start a war you don't but you want to like find yourself in i'm not speaking about you right but you want to like well, sp speak about yourself yeah i don't want you like when faced with uh starting a war or not i'll never start a war i'll never start a war you know but I, 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 I dream of, I dream of having a war in a way, uh -huh. you know? like I dream of having a clear enemy in a way. Yes. So, so I can see what, what put in that situation, what I'll be made of. Yes. You know, cause if I have to choose for it, I, I'll, I'll choose a lot less tension, a lot yes. less war, a lot less, you know, challenge. Yes. So. Well, of course, I mean, are we talking about a real war? Like I'm not going to go starting a real war. But I will throw myself off into the deep end yes. and and commit myself to something but, big because I've. For example, you got the Corona right now. You know, you'd never you'd never wish for Corona, 
right. any or you never you the fuck all these negative things. But but we see now in the past couple of weeks how what opportunities are there, you know, and how you can show up for your people, how you can show up yourself, how you, you know you realize uh, time is short and you realize how precious certain things are, and you would never choose Corona, you know. But now that it's here, you're like, okay, this is a this creates a a platform on which you know I can show up, I can yeah. show up in my my best form, you know, yeah. like just the discussion. Yeah, but it's of, it's also like. Uh... I mean, you played semi-pro football, soccer, and uh, it's like saying, all right, we're all in, we're going for the championship. It's the same kind of a thing, mm. right? So it's not a war in a right. way. You would sign up for that. You know, you'd you'd put yourself on that team and be like, you know, with everything on the line and you'd get into that championship game. You right. know what I mean? Like you'd go for that. Well, there's no losing in that one, in the football. Because I was thinking of giving that example too, right, right. you know, like... But there's no real, like I would, I would say, yeah, I thrive on in the games that it was the most, like was the most on the line. I remember feeling that, like the pre, like pressure, like those moments that there's a, a huge crowd, you know, and it's championship game, and I and I realized, you know, I I remember giving like decisive penalty kicks, you know, and the moment of realizing that that you could live that moment to me was always, I loved it, you know, and I'm, mm. I like I love that moment and see what was, what was gonna yeah, happen. But- all your money wasn't on the line. Exactly. Like, it's like just a, it's right, just extra. Right, it's a right. game. It's a game, you know? Right. Corona's not a game. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, for men who one, they they notice on some level that they're not really on the battlefield mm. or um or in the arena of life, right? Like you can be in the in the stands or you can you can be in the arena you know, exposed, vulnerable to defeat. Um, I feel that quote by Teddy Roosevelt, you know, but, uh, it's, I think what you're also saying is in a business sense, especially if you're self-employed, right? You're an entrepreneur, but you're not going deeply in debt. You haven't hired people, so you owe them a paycheck every Friday or whatever, and their families depend on that and all that. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, us entrepreneurs who, you know, especially maybe if if it's a lifestyle business where you can keep it small enough, where like everything's not at stake. You're not trying to become the you know the next Apple or or IBM or whatever, and uh, but still like we long to be on the battlefield mm. in a way in the arena on the on the field in the championship game you right. know and the ball gets passed to us and like we want to be there yeah it's not like like uh mcgregor didn't not every fight he did was against was against mayweather you know i had many fights before that right to maybe get to that right so it's uh cuz i feel like just speaking about me and you know, i don't feel like we're 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 in the big game yet. Yeah. I don't feel we're in Vegas. As yeah, long as yeah we're, we're not. We're not. We're in a Florianopolis behind their screen, you know, talking to people online, you know. I think it's different if you if you go live. I mean, you're in a much bigger game what? than you were two months ago. Yes, but still, I feel I'm, I'm playing safe. Yeah. Know? I would love to, you know, imagine that uh, we have live events. That would be something yes. different. I yes. remember that, you know. Yes. So, I don't know if I'm hijacking... The conversation I can't wait for that, by the or way. challenging I you. Wait for challenging. That. I don't know if you're gonna be ready to step <laughs> in that ring. You gotta be fit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Come on, come on, keep it coming. <laughs> you broke, fat, lazy son of a bitch. I actually respond well to that, but um, but yeah, like I mean, one of our challenges this the month of April, and like right now is to decide what's the game that you and I are playing mm. on a business level. And then we're, we choose it and we're all in. We're already made. Right? The, yes. <laughs> the, the third. The business that we, the thing that we, the game we chose to play a month ago was, you know, you hired me for your business mm-hmm. to put you, you're in the arena. That was the deal. Right. And I'm like, I'm holding that space for you. Um, like a coach and I'm challenging you or whatever. Like you're in the arena, you know, you're in there sweating. <laughs> and I'm not yet in there with you. So, um, 
but I'm really inspired by, you know, like seeing how you've been showing up, you know, it's cause I want to do it with brothers, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to, it's, it's not that much fun all by yourself. No, I want to do it with brothers. And I think there's a huge longing for a lot of guys who are entrepreneurs, who are self-employed, who are whatever. Yes. And the thing is, you're your own boss. Yes. If you want to take the day off, you can. If you want to play at half your level, you can. You want to take a, you know, call a timeout in the you, middle of the game and and you know and, you and need, drink beer for three hours. Yes. You can. You know? you, you know you need allies too that will put you in that situation of tension that will challenge you to that war. Because yeah. alone you will, you will. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing about like when John and I were in this business, you know, if if he and I have a conflict and we go head to head and we're button heads. If it all goes south, we both lose everything, you know? So it, there, it, there's something bigger than either one of us being right. There's something bigger than, you know, our comfort level and or even being respected or whatever. There's, there's this bigger game that we're playing. And so you have to challenge yourself. How can I, if this whole thing's going to shit, how can I turn it around even if the other guy is saying he doesn't want to, or he's acting like he doesn't want to, or he wants to destroy it or whatever. Like, how can I be the one to turn it around? And, and like, that's, I love, I love that kind of challenge and, and developing the, the skills, the tools, the technology, the experience, the wisdom, whatever, to be able to thrive in those situations. And I, and I, I think that, you know, as far as human technology, there's, there's the technology of our phones and, and, spaceships and everything else which is super advanced but our technology to be able to relate yes. to each other and to lead ourselves and each other and is is very very primitive yes comparatively and um but that's the arena of technology that, I, that i'm most yes. excited about and i've experienced like real transformation and growth by leaps and bounds in that arena so. but also how it feels to for example to because i see how you resonate with going first you know Going first, saving a brother, standing for your people, you know, of how it makes you feel, how it makes you thrive, you know, to be, uh, yeah, that I can do. Yes. So, yeah, that's the, that's real. I was thinking about this last night. That's real technology that could help you, that could help you, you, anyone make great transformations, you know, in the way you relate with the others, in the way you are, you see yourself. And it's real, what I mean is it's real technology. It's not just, it's when you implement it, it can really completely transform you. And yes. uh, it's incredible, incredibly powerful. Yeah. Yeah, because every day, you know, here's the thing. When you're in control of your personal growth. Yes. Like that's the problem. Yes. You know, when you think, <laughs> when you think you know what your next step is. Yes. In a way, that's a problem. If what you want is, is transformation, is like growing by leaps and bounds. Right. You know, you can't trust yourself. It's like in School for Scandals, the first thing he comes in and uh, he's, a, he's a dating coach in a way. Or he, and he says to the guys, Who here has a self help book? And they'll go, Yeah, yeah. So that's your first problem, okay? You can't be helped by yourself. Look at you. you know? <laughs> he says, listen to me. And we would say, listen to your system. Listen to the technologies you could put in place, you know, instead of relying on your own. And, and then, but that's also the power of having an ally. Yes. Who's, who is committed to you being the most powerful self you can mm-hmm. be and, and your ultimate uh, purpose and whatever and your transformation Instead of being loyal to the you that's reactive and mm-hmm. that says, uh, don't bother me or I don't want your help or whatever. If like, you know, John and I are in this business together. At some point, if he's pushing me away and it's hurting the business, it doesn't matter if I'm uncomfortable. It doesn't matter if he's uncomfortable. We have to win mm-hmm. and he's going to want to win. I know it. And I'm not going to believe him pushing me away. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to believe what he says when he's pushing me away. And we're going to fucking win, you know? And that's the same way I want him to be with me. And, um, man, yeah, I had so many experiences with him where also, like, he just out of the blue, he would inspire the fuck out of me. Like, the guy's got neuropathy from the knees down. Can't feel his legs and his feet. And he's climbing mountains, you know? And 
Yeah, he, and he accomplished some tremendous things. We had some incredible victories together, and he had some incredible personal victories. And uh, But yet he would wake up in the morning and forget himself, forget himself in the sense of who he's been being and what he's capable of. He would forget himself in the way to where he's judging himself as less than he is mm. and less than he can be. And um, so this, you know, the honor work that I do, it's all about remembering mm-hmm. in a in a way that brings honor, which is the power, which is also reminding, you know, as an ally, you remind the other who they are. Yes. Who you are for them. In a way that restores honor in them. Yes. Which is the, 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 the heartfelt trust in oneself to go forward. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this is this is the game. Like I'm all, you and I are designing a game mm-hmm. that we're gonna play, you know, and then go all in. And I'm and I'm also designing a game, you know, that you're gonna play with me. That's gonna be on a on a for men who are entrepreneurs, and they want to be on the battlefield playing a much more intense uh, game with making money and having their business go to the next level. And it's it's not gonna be about uh, us, it's not going to be about anyone teaching anyone about like what they should do or what the next step is business-wise. It's simply going to be creating that context to where we're in the arena mm-hmm. and you're responsible not just for your own victory but for your brother's victory. And it's leave no man behind. And it's... Uh, it's yeah. 10 against 10 in the octagon. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get crowded. <laughs> Well, no, we're gotta, all on, we're all on the same team. You, you know? gotta fight your way through, you know, to get some space. Some people gotta die. Well, yeah, I guess depending on how you make the metaphor, but it, it, it won't be opposing sides in this, like trying to defeat each other. It'll be everyone standing it's, for each other's victory. It's not gonna be like Battle Royale by Takeshi Kitano, where uh, no. they got school kids on an island, and the game is they each get to choose a weapon, and only one survives. <laughs> And then they're sent off on the island. School kids, you know. What is that? It's a movie. Oh, okay. It's a great one. Know. They start killing each other with crossbows. and <laughs> One survives, you know. Yeah, you know, little little boys grow up, you know, shooting toy guns and stuff, which which is practically illegal nowadays. You know, a kid brings a water gun to school and he gets taken to the principal's office. and it, Or even has like a, makes a fingers like a gun or, or a piece of paper, draws a gun. Like these kids, are, little boys get in trouble for this nowadays. And, uh, but that instinct to fight, to go to war, to protect your people, to whatever is, is, uh, beautiful and it's powerful and it's, uh, it's, it's the role of the, uh, the warrior, um, the honored role of the warrior and that anything that even looks like the warrior nowadays is being shamed, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, that's, you're too much, you're making someone uncomfortable or you offended someone or, you know, um, and it's, everything's being taken down to the level of like a mixed audience where there's the, imagine you have your warrior class and then these band of warriors are coming into a space with really young boys and girls and with women and with the elderly and this warrior class is supposed to tone down all of their behavior and expression so that everyone else is perfectly comfortable all of the time. Mm-hmm. And this is what these men are being trained is good and appropriate. Right. And anything else is shameful and bad. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's it, disgusting. That's interesting because when... The samurai who were the warrior class class in Japan around the 1600s, 1600s, for 200 years there was peace in Japan. And this warrior class had to be, or try to fit into society, you know. And uh, that's interesting because they're warriors, you know. And I think they, it was in a, a way more maybe elegant way that that kept the the spirit of the warrior yes in it you know because there's no shame around that you know even yeah. on the contrary yeah you know? and the honor work that that i do and that we do is it, it it includes facing everything so it includes the darkness it includes the fear it includes the anger it includes the shame like all of this whereas a lot of um 
spiritual stuff people are into these days and self-development, you know, you want to exclude all of that from your reality. Like, don't face that. Don't be with that. Don't feel that. That's somehow less than powerful, beautiful, spiritual, positive. And uh, it it robs men and people, but I'm talking about men right now, of their of their power. Yes. And of the full honor and the and the and the vision yes. that they could have and that they could leave with, lead with, if they are facing everything. Mm-hmm. And so, it's a really powerful orientation. And uh, yeah, it's in in my uh, in my work in seduction, I I completely point at the same thing when I say there's greater brutality at the core of seduction than political correctness allows us to explore. We're not even allowed to explore it, you know, and uh, and so it, it's the surest way to be enslaved by it, you know. Yeah. If you if you if you want to be sure to be enslaved by anger, you you gotta not look at it and judge it, you know. Well, not it's the shortest it, not way to make the reality that you fear coming about right to come about. If you make all the men, for example, be be. Uh, docile, yes. you know, and uh, you castrate them all. Then, when the invading hordes come, or the 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 crises of the physical worlds come, who's going to be there? You know, who's going to show up and defend? Who's going to slay the enemy? You know, it's uh, you know, and and hard times may be coming. Mm-hmm. You know, and many guys out there might not feel like they have what it takes to provide for their people and protect their people in the coming times. And, and it's true. They might not based on their upbringing, based on uh, how they were brought into to life. If they were brought in with, for example, a single mother who, who, who at any moment that he went towards something that was scary for her, that, that she, no, 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 be safe, be good, be whatever. Um, and the, the the poor kid is not ready. He's not ready to face brothers. He's not ready to face battle. He's not ready to face danger. He's not ready to face his own fears. He's not ready to to go into the unknown. Um, I don't want to put it all uh, on single mothers, but in, in many ways, the public school system has become the same thing. It's become a place where where the the warrior spirit gets shamed and trained out of the boy. And uh, he, he, you know, and, and many boys are basically entrained to judge their fathers, their grandfathers, um, men who, yeah, maybe they smell too much. Maybe they're too loud. Maybe they're too aggressive. Maybe they're too uh, obnoxious, obnoxious, whatever, but but they stand for something. They're willing to go into the unknown. They're willing to go into the mess, you know? And uh, they're willing to get hurt, bloody. They're, they're willing to do what others are not willing to do. And um, yeah, many, many young men are left without uh, the influence of those, those, those men in their life. And it's a, it's a way of poverty, you know? It's, a, it's an impoverishment that, that's sad. Um, but an opportunity for man today that even without that, you know, how, yes. how much greater is the glory if you can fight back from that? Yes. You pick your war. Yeah. And the fight is often to become that man that you didn't have in your life. Mm. And the fight is to, to, to reclaim the brothers mm. that you never had. And then these are the battles of the Ronin, you know. Uh, most of us in the modern culture today, are say I would say are Ronin. We have... We have, by nature, this inclination to to, to the warrior spirit, mm-hmm. um, but it, like this, like the samurai who, um, for whatever reason, were then left without a master, either because they chose not to fight in battle, or they chose not to kill themselves after their master died, or they just walked free as free men. They're walking around without brotherhood without honor they're walking around in, in shame and they're they're free you know they're free but they don't have the things that would make them the most powerful mm. brotherhood a way of honor uh, 
you know, the respect of Battle people the fight. For, for the warrior class. A battle to fight. And, and uh, yeah. And people to fight for. You know, so it's a big thing that men need is you need, you need your people to fight for. So to just be free, an individual out there wandering around with his uh, dreams and uh, goals that are individualistic and, and there's no people he's going to battle for, he's risking everything for, there's a real poverty in that, you know, there's a real sadness in that. And, uh, and yeah, there's a real lack of what's possible in terms of meaning and, and power and, and beauty and love and everything, if, if you're just this individual guy out there with his individual goals and dreams. I hear, a, I hear an analysis in a way, but uh, I, I sense that you, what you really would like to do is put out a call. Yes. Yes. I want to go to battle. I, wanna, I, want, uh, I want men who are ready to step onto the battlefield. And I uh, see my brother, Dave, you watching, buddy? You know, Dave, I'll tell you a story about Dave because we went to battle, you know, and there's Clint. But when I had my three younger brothers back in 97 and, you know, I almost left town to go find young guys who they didn't want to go to school. They wanted to be entrepreneurs. They didn't want to have jobs. They wanted to be entrepreneurs. And then I realized I was leaving my brothers behind. I came back for him. I sold him on this vision of Going to war, being entrepreneurs, where everything is your responsibility. It's 100% up to you. There's no boss. There's no whatever. There's no, like, the man. You are the man, you know? And we went to, we went to war as allies. We each had our own business and, uh, and challenged the fuck out of each other. And I remember, like, the first 30 days, 60 days, where I would see my brothers who had been, before this, just like minimum wage employees, smoking weed, playing Nintendo, no real personal responsibility. Um, time after time, fucking out there on the battlefield. Remember this one day, I get, I get emotional thinking about it, but I'm up, I'm up in one of these neighborhoods with these really steep hills. Like Austin's, Austin's built with the assumption that it's never going to snow, <laughs> you know, because if it ever snowed once, there's no way you can get up this, that the steepness of these, these hills. And this, there's a neighborhood up there. And, um, I go there I with my bike. Easy. I remember, I remember driving up one of these hills, these really steep hills. And then my van is barely making it, you know? And, uh, and, and off in the distance, I can see this guy going door to door, you know, climbing this hill and the houses are pretty far apart because it's a wealthy neighborhood just to stick one more and then to stick and the guy's fucking, you know, the mountain. And I'm like, because I know what that's like, you know, and I got like so much respect for that guy. I get closer. I'm like, fuck, that's my brother, you know, and uh, I still feel that way. But it was that experience of of we went to war with each other, you know. And I want that again. I want that again. So um, just the way, you know, when you hired me and made the commitment around your business and, and, and we structured it in such a way that there's no way out, you know? Yeah, you might fail, but it's all you, you know? And then like you're feeling the fear and you're in it and it's whatever. Like, that's what I love. And for sure, I'm going to be there. But maybe you don't know. But I'll be there. You know, like, that's what I love. That's what I want to do. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm creating, and I'll, I'll announce it shortly. I don't have the details, <laughs> the dates. But I'm going to announce it. And, and it's going to be a call to entrepreneurs who want to be on in the arena, on the battlefield of life, with brothers, standing for each other, taking on an impossible goal, something that's impossible based on who they've been being in their life thus far. They will need either to completely transform and they'll need the, their fucking brothers to show up as heroes to help them achieve the victory. You know, they won't be just setting a goal that's uh, comfortable and possible for themselves. It'll be an impossible goal. And at the end of the time, at the, when, the, when the time expires, 
They'll either be victorious or they'll be fucking laying bloody on the battlefield, completely wiped out. But either way, they'll fucking know they gave it their all and they'll have brothers that they never had before. You know, that experience in 97, it lasted maybe four, five, six months. But the way it bonded my, bro bonded my brothers and I is, is, is forever. I hear an announcement of an announcement that you're going to make. Yes. I think it's a bit weak. <laughs> you either announce it or at least you put a date that you're going to announce it. Yes. That's my challenge. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Within the next 72 hours, I will announce it. And the start date will be sometime between May 20th and June 15th. Okay. So you announce it in the next 72 hours. Yes. And the start date will be between May 20th and June 13th. 15th. 15th. Yes. Yes. We got and I'm calling, many witnesses here. I'm calling for warrior brothers to join me. Um, and I'm going to bring everything I got, you know. I want guys taking on impossible fucking goals. You know, like when they score that victory, it'll be like the, what they'll feel about themselves on a level of honor and pride will be incredible. And, you know, even if they fail, the fact that they went for it and they, they gave everything, they'll still have an incredible amount of incredible amount of pride and honor and probably a lot more results than they would have got had they not stepped up to, to take on an impossible uh, victory. So, yes. Looking forward to that. Stay tuned in the next 72 hours. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Hans.